0: What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 5Q5K. I'm here with my man, semi-automatic auto correct jacob auto himself how you doing bro doing well thanks for having me on dude of course <laughs> well um we just got done running the katie trail 5k and how did it go for you how'd you feel i think it went pretty well overall um coming into
1: the race i had a pretty stressful day at work and then also trying to find parking down there was kind of a scary situation i had to go ahead and run up and like essentially just have like very short period of time to like stretch and get ready so i knew it was going to be a hard one at the start and it was very hot outside too but thankfully i was able to get everything situated and had a good successful race overall
0: there you go man yeah it was the the parking was a little bit of a clown fiesta down there dude it was a little it was a little rough getting in there but no tickets were achieved no no issues were had we made it we had fun we got to run with the boys nothing Nothing bad about that. That's a good night, bro. Exactly. It was fun to meet all the guys from the
1: Northwest Dallas Run Club as well. I've never personally gone, but it was cool to meet them. Heard great stories about them. Familiar with all their names via Strava. So it's good to put a
0: face to a name. There you go, man. Well, hey, it's 6 a.m. on Thursday. Roll up, bro. I'll be, I'll be waiting for you there once you're back. Hey, you I'm know? ready for it. I want to do an experience fruit ninja with all the guys. Dude, you'll, you'll be watching them chop up some fruit real nice, bro. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, so that was, that was our 5k today. We both, we both ran the KD 5k. Uh, it basically starts down near, it's kind of near Scottish Rite in Dallas, mm-hmm. um, loops down Turtle Creek, goes back up to Katie trail and then finished up on the Katie trail. It, it was pretty, pretty freaking hot, mm-hmm. but you know, but you had a PR. Oh dude, I wasn't going to say it, but you, <laughs> but you said it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't race 5k's that often. So I was able to. I was able to go cook a little bit while my insides were cooking. So, there you go. Well, yeah, so that so that was our 5K today. We hope y'all are able to get active while you're tuning into this. Uh, but now we're now it's about you, mm-hmm. brother. How, be, how about you tell everybody, give them a little insight into Jacob Otto. Tell, tell yeah. about the background in athletics, where you've been.
1: So background into athletics, I was a super active kid as a child. Um, always was running around, playing sports. Hanging out in the backyard, hitting baseballs, doing whatever. Um, and so kind of my intro into athletics was as a, as a toddler, probably. I had a pair of rollerblades that I absolutely loved. And I was always like skating around the driveway, doing different stuff. So as a child and right as we moved to Houston, my parents put me in youth hockey. And Ugh. so playing <laughs> playing ice hockey with um, a bunch of kids who were all from the north or Canadian because... All their families were in Houston because of oil and gas. Um, So it was fun. It was always fun to get out there and play and do this and that. And then I also played baseball as a kid as well and really enjoyed that. Pretty much only played baseball and hockey only throughout like elementary school. And so it was fun and all. And then kind of leading how I got into running is once I got to about fifth, sixth grade is when hockey started to get more aggressive and they started allowing checking. And the the game got a lot more physical. And for those that know me, I'm not the biggest guy in stature. So quickly became kind of the, I was, I was a pretty good player. I'll say that. And I was always kind of the target for the bigger guys who were not as slow. They'd always come after me. So I was Uh. like, ah, like this, like hockey's not as fun anymore. So ended up taking a step away from that. And that ultimately ended up leading me to run cross country when I was in seventh grade because you had to do a sport for athletics and you had to do one sport in the fall and one sport in the spring. So most of the guys did football and yeah. me coming out of hockey, it was like, I really don't want to get hit. So Should I got a CTE. In
0: this <laughs> exactly. <night? laughs> so it was
1: just like, I mean, I thought I was a pretty fast kid. I always enjoyed playing the recess games and I was usually one of the quicker kids. And then doing the two mile runs for seventh grade cross country cooked me pretty good. Cause I'd always come out the, the out the blocks really fast and then just like be a mile or so in and just like lose all my steam and ended up walking a lot of Ooh, times. Okay. So I had a few friends that did cross country and it was fun, but it was more just like running in the Texas heat beginning of the school year, running after school um, and all the meets were after school as well. And it was always so hot. And it was just like, eh, this really isn't for me. So from there. And then also while I was in middle school, I got really involved in band and I played the clarinet. So I really enjoyed that. Just like Squidward, bro. Right? Just like Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> did that. And then, um, My first 5K actually was, I was in eighth grade and there was a family. The mom was a counselor at our school and then her husband had gotten diagnosed with cancer. And so they did like a a fun run kind of thing for for cancer research that was just in Cyprus. Cool. So I ran that with my dad when I was in eighth grade. And now looking back, it was like, I think I ran like a 23 or 24 minute 5K in eighth grade. And I was like... I was moving out there. I can't run that today, but I was out there having fun. I didn't run cross country in eighth grade. I ran track. I ran the 800. Was not very good at that either. I just went out there and had fun. You had to do a spring sport, so I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. It's a tough race, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a weird dudes, distance, dude, man. Dudes were fast <laughs> out there, yeah. They were full on sprinting when I thought it was a jog race. <laughs> dude. So that was that, and then I ended up doing marching bands
0: in high school, so that counted as my athletics credit, so... Dude, I feel like every every time I talk to you, I learn more of more of your lore because I did. I never I didn't know you did cross country like, and I know we were we were at a Stars game this spring, and we were we were talking about hockey. I was like, man, how do you know so much about hockey? And you're like, well, dude, I played hockey growing up for a while. I'm sitting here like, this man's <laughs> lore expands every day, dude. Like I'm, yeah. I'm locked in, man. I'm glad to hear it. Well, so kind of kind of walk people through how so you did relatively shorter distances. From cross country, you're doing two miles, then you're mm-hmm. doing the 800. Yep. Walk me through where you're at today, because I mean, I know we've we've done multiple 5Ks together. Mm-hmm. Where you've done you've done a was it 10K at Dallas last year? Yep. And then this year, you're mm-hmm. locking in, bro. Tell and them what you're coming, locking in for. Yeah, coming. Yeah,
1: so I'm um, I'm building up to Dallas half marathon. Honestly, kind of getting back into running was all via Josh. Just like, come on, let's go do stuff. Let's do stuff, and. It all happened kind of, I guess, my sophomore, junior year, when you really started getting into running, I would always like go and run the Bear Trail at Baylor during final season um, just to get outside, get away from the books for a little bit. Um, Good for the mental health, man. Exactly. Yeah. So I remember we ran the Silo 5K in our junior year of college. And I I remember going to that race and... I hadn't, we had run a couple of other five There had been little fun runs that had gone on on Baylor's campus and same thing as I, as it happened when I was in cross country, it was just like, would go out too hard, too fast and end up bonking and having to walk and, and just not having a good race overall. So that for, that silo 5k, um, for chip and Joanna Gaines, I was like, my goal was Shout out
0: chip and Joanna, bro. <laughs> my goal,
1: my goal was to not walk. And I just wanted to keep running the entire time. And I achieved that goal. And it was great. That, yeah, yeah. It was so fun. It was like, and I just remember thinking back, it was like, even that, that 5k that I did when I was in eighth grade, I remember even walking for a little bit in that one and even running like a 23, 24 minute one. So I must've been cooking at like a six and a <laughs> half minute pace. Those first couple of miles. But yeah, it was, it felt so good to finally, like, even though it, I was running slow, it was just like very much conserving energy, like running smart. It was fun. It was like, there was a lot of weaving, a lot of dodging of, middle-aged white ladies who came in from all across the country for this um they got a silo break if not them who man exactly so (laughs) that was fun um definitely enjoyed that and then following the silo 5k it was a good amount of time till i probably the pandemic was a classic just kind of like ended up falling into just not great health. And just like very, just kind of living a very chill lifestyle, I guess, just not really doing too much. Just like was getting started with my career and was working fully remote living at my parents' house. was just kind of like just doing that and then moving to Dallas. So kind of a lot of things were going on. So I just didn't really put like my physical health at the, as my priority at that time. And then, yeah, coming out of that, I'd go for like walks and, su- and such every so often. And then it was probably about a year after I moved to Dallas. I ended up just going through a hard time, like mentally. And coming out of that, I was like, you know what? i want to be the best version of myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. There we go. And so there we go. what happened from there was just doing a bunch of things, just like good stuff for your, your mental health. And I ended up joining F45 for about a couple of months so they go hard bro they do (laughs) so i did those like high intensity interval classes um that was fun it got me really into it and then quickly learned after about two months it was like you know it's kind of the same class over and over again like maybe it's time to take my pursuit somewhere else and then right at the time as i was thinking about it um my company brought up they we just got a random email that they had signed up or they had just signed a deal with Equinox, the, the really fancy gym ah. from New York city. Okay. They have a, a corporate program now with them. And so anybody who has um, my company's email can sign up and you get however much off. Oh, um, okay. And so that's how I ended up getting in there and then signed up for that. It was a good price. It was right around the same price as what the F45 classes were. And so started doing that and started getting involved and, got to do some free trials and then I signed up and then they were like, you also get a free personal training session. So I was like, okay, all right, cool. And I ended up meeting this guy and he was, um, one of the personal trainers and he was from Waco and we like really bonded. Like he was a big, um, college basketball fan. And we were like right in the middle of winter hey, and that's, right that's, your, that's your speed. Oh man. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right in the middle of college basketball season. So I was always down in Waco supporting the bears and, I hold basketball season tickets. So it was always down there and always talking shop with him about different things, this and that. And then he always, he always liked to talk sports gambling and Josh and I have a friend who likes (laughs) to sports gamble as well. So it was, had a lot of crossovers between them two. Everybody got
0: that one friend that know that Mm -hmm. they're the reason that you understand sports gambling. Yes, exactly. Shout out Lyndon Todd,
1: (laughs) you know, (laughs) very much. And so, yeah, from there, like he was helping me just like learn how to lift weights and just like, just feel confident in the gym and just like lifting with right form. Um, and I really was just like took an interest to it and was like lifting like four or five days a week, trying to do cardio, getting on the stationary bike, nice. doing little treadmill interval runs every so often. And then Josh got me to run the too hot to handle.
0: Uh, 5- oh yes. Yeah. The two hot dude. to handle
1: 5k last summer. Is um, that you, me and Evan
0: did yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. That's
1: when we ran into uh, Spider-Man.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> There's some guy, It's like it's like July, it was like over 100, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Was Definitely hot. over 100. Some dude pulls up in a full Spider-Man like outfit, like mask and everything. And I'm sitting here like, brother, I don't want to know the state and smell of that unitard when you're done with this. Because that is, it's got to be foul, bro. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we ran that. It was a great time. Um, and then coming forward from that, it was like, I was... I had a good time at that race. I had run a few five K's before and I was like, I think I'm ready to take the next step. It's time to level up. So I ended up um, signing up for the Dallas marathon 10 K and I was on a good training plan. Like I was running probably two, three times a week. I was ready for it. And about a week before um, the race, I was on like my final long run, long training run. And I was right around my house around here and I was coming up to kind of an intersection. And instead of going down, the wheelchair ramp, I just like stepped off the curb and I stepped off the curb and ended up, I kind of felt something and Mm -hmm. I was like, it wasn't too bad. And I just ended up finishing up the race uh, or finish up the end of the run. And what ended up happening was the following day, I went to the stars game with one of my roommates and I was just like sitting there during the game. And I stood up and my lower back was in incredible pain. And I just had no idea what it was. And I was walking around and different things. And what I kind of had come to notice was um, I felt that like one of my legs was like not as long as the other one. And it kind of leads to like one of your hips being out of alignment. Um, And so that kind of was bothering me. And the reason why I kind of know all this random stuff was like one of my roommates in college, his dad and his brother were both chiropractors, and they would like come by and like tell us different stuff about what's Ah. going on at the clinic and what people are suffering through. and. And I had seen some YouTube videos about that kind of stuff as well and figured out that I had one of my hips was out of alignment and it was, I was busy at work at the time. So it was a week before the race and I had signed up for this race and I was like, you know what? I just got to run it. So, um, when I went ahead and started to run and I was, I was doing good for the first like three, four miles. And I was on, um, the hill in Dealey Plaza where, um, the JFK assassination happened. And sure enough, my hip gave out on me, Ooh. and I was just like, "Ugh, like this is so bad." So ended up walking for about a half mile or so, and then got onto a onto Main Street in Dallas, which was like a, it's just a really straight, flat stretch through downtown. Um, and then ended up finishing that and looping through Deep Ellum and completing the race in just a little over an hour. Nice. And I was like, for walking, like I was like, that's for walking for a bit. I'm like, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm glad I finished the race. And and you, so you had that
0: that cue, that questionable di- like diagnosis designation going in, man. Exactly. So that, I think that's great. You were going in not at full strength. You mm-hmm. still got it done, bro. That's exactly. Big.
1: Yeah, so that was fun. So shortly after that, I was able to go to a chiropractor and get um, adjusted, and everything was all good. After that, this coming year for 2023, I was like, okay, I want to do – I did a 10K this year. Let's do a half marathon this year. Let's so, nice. level um, up again. Exactly, leveled up. And so in March – March or early April, I believe. Um, I went back down to Houston, and I ran the Bluebell Fun Run in Brenham.
0: Oh, dude! So, you told me about
1: that one. So I ran, I ran the ten k for that one, and I completed that one. That one was awesome, and I, that was a ton of fun. And same thing too. I'm like, I'm used to running flat, and it's pretty hilly out there. And that's true. It you was said, a, it's a pretty, dude, it's yeah. a pretty flat course for the most part, but then at the very end, the final half mile was pretty much like a straight uphill, yeah. or it was, it was like a long prolonged like 30 40 degree incline just run straight up Ooh. like it was tough and sure thing is once you get to the top of the hill you you bank a left turn and then you just run down the hill for like a tenth of a mile and you're you're done with the race they make you earn that ice cream mm-hmm. though oh exactly <laughs> so yeah same thing too like i crushed the ice cream afterwards and i <laughs> just really enjoyed that and then i was like you know what like after running that i was like i'm good to do a half marathon this year level and, up there and you it's go. like can't just run any half marathon. You gotta, you gotta do the most popular one in town because that's gotta the one that the I,
0: city, bro. That,
1: that's the one that everybody runs. So it's a who's who out there. So it, will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, training this summer has not been the best. It's been very hot, and then just busy with other things going on. Trying to, trying to pull up, trying to live my Nick Bear lifestyle. Try to hit the, 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 the combo and do both lifting and running. So trying to mix those in between each other but yeah hey, so
0: there you go man that's how it is hey i'll be out there doing the doing the half with you man so beautiful i think you're you're lift you you lift more than i do man so that <laughs> you're gonna your jacked jacked nick bear muscles are gonna lock <laughs> <you> in man <laughs> but yeah you know, it'll be fun man and then i know after I, we got a lot of buddies that are doing the dallas half we'll have, yeah. to, we'll have to hit up one of our one of our favorite spots post race we'll always go like i think we did after Maybe after both two hot handles, we went to Ida Claire up mm-hmm. in where is that at? It's kind of it's in Addison. Up in like it's right on the edge, Addison, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, that place is fire, dude. Those biscuits. So good. Life changing. Oh yeah. Chef's kiss. Yes. Chef. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, man. So you mentioned you mentioned going to Equinox, man, the mm-hmm. the popular gym of yours truly and Troy Aikman. Y'all, y'all get it in yes. together, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So I know, dude, we, we just got done with that race, man. I'm feeling pretty tight. I don't know about mm-hmm. you. You always told me that they got dope stuff for like kind of recovering and uh-huh. we might about we might to hit that tomorrow,
1: man. Yeah. That's what the plan is. At least for me right now, it's, it was so hot outside there, outside tonight, running the race that my calves definitely need to get some foam roll action in. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. The gym is a, it's a great place. They have so many different, um, recovery tools for us there. So many different types of foam rollers, just different things as well as well as like a PT table and oh nice yeah and so I think they have a couple of PTs on staff, but oh. I've never actually met any of them before. So there's always stuff that they have to do. So we're gonna hit that afterwards. Probably get a light lift in and
0: yes sir maybe a
1: little sauna and shower and then send us off on our Friday night.
0: Dude yeah you're gonna you're gonna have to show me the. The ropes on lifting, man. Cause I know you always tell me like the pull day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Leg split. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Let me know which one I gotta do. You gotta walk me. I just I just go to the gym and I try to like go and get in and out as fast as I can. Oh, okay. But you'll have to Oh yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. You'll lock me in, man. Well yeah. Tell me tell me kind of about the training experience. Like I know you mentioned having the trainer up there. Like mm-hmm. I I've never had a trainer, but like did that do you think that helped you mentally just having somebody that like kind of walks you through it and like shows you? Cause for me, I have no confidence when I go mm-hmm. in like lifting that I'm doing anything right, I guess. Uh-huh. So like, does that help you?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. It gave me a lot of confidence. And same thing too, never playing sports as an older age. I never learned how to lift weights, whether it be in middle school or high school or college coming in, I was like, I really don't know how to lift weights. I remember going to the slick a couple times when we are at Baylor with different people and just going and doing like incline, like dumbbell bench press and grabbing like 20 pound weights and whatnot. And my trainer was definitely like, I was telling him these different weights and he's like, dude, I've, I've seen you like you rep out a lot of, a lot of reps for these different weights. Like you can lift a lot heavier. And Uh, he's like, he's like, if you want to grow in like just like muscle definition and strength, like you're going to have to start lifting heavier. And I was like, okay, okay, sure. And so he was the one who definitely ended up pushing me and we're like, going through these different splits. And he was like, Oh yeah, I got you. And then like, just giving me these different weights. And he's like, all right, let's go. And he's like, he's like, just to know, it's like, I'll be right behind you the whole time. And if you start slacking or like your form starts messing up, it's like, I'm going to help adjust you along the way. And even if we can't rep out all like eight, 10, 12 reps that we need to, it's like, I'll grab your wrist and we'll like keep it going just so we can get that blood contraction in there, Uh. keeping things going. And so while we were in there, it was, it was great. It was, it's definitely very expensive, but it was also like a huge, it was something I was willing to s- put those resources into because it definitely bettered my life in a lot of ways. And it sounds like a I, worthwhile expense. Oh, exactly. With that, it was, we went and lifted twice a week. So it was pretty much when I would go with him, we would do big muscle groups. So usually like push, we do a push day and a pull day usually. So pull doing like back, biceps, hamstrings, and then for push days, would be like chest, shoulders, and like core in a okay. lot of ways. And then he would also like write up these different workouts to do on my own as like homework.
0: And uh-huh. so I would
1: have an arms day and then I would also have a cardio day. And then also just like a generic, just like full body workout that would incorporate push, pull, and legs all together.
0: only one cardio day a week, bro? Only
1: one de- designated cardio day per week. Okay. But then he also wanted me to do at least 25 minutes on the treadmill every day after Ah, my workouts. Okay, okay. And so with that, you would do different intervals. You would walk for 25 minutes and you'd rotate every 30 seconds between 7% incline, 9% incline, 11% incline, 13% incline, and then you'd go up to 15, which is the highest a treadmill can go. You'd walk that for a whole minute. Uh And then once that whole minute was done, you'd go back down to seven. And you okay. do the thirty seconds over and over again, and you'd loop through that probably eight or nine times, and it's you can't. And the whole thing too is you can't grab onto the railings for support, and so uh, it feels like you're hiking the whole time. You're getting the quads going. Oh yeah, getting the quads going, getting that cardio. Yeah, it got the heart rate pumping, and you're sweating at the end of it too. And same thing too, like the calves were getting really defined, and uh, uh, a lot of good ankle mobility and Achilles support doing that as well
0: too. You're going to so, be looking like, you're going to be looking like Saquon Quadzilla or Philip Rojas Capzilla after that's you're done. true, bro, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was great.
1: I was definitely, it was always prescribed for me to do it after all my workouts, but we all know we all have busy lives. So it's, at least for me, I was very much in the gym to build muscle and put on mass. So I was like, I'm not super concerned about my, my cardio. So I was, if I'm getting on a stationary bike or going for a run once a week. That's good. And usually like on Fridays or like on the weekends, I would, if I, if I would catch a lift on the weekend, then I would stay after and do my 25 minute walk on
0: the treadmill. Fair, fair. Hey, I mean, that's, it's different goals, dude. Like the big for me, when I hear like, I'm like only one cardio day a week. Like I, mm. I wow! give me more, give me, <laughs> loan me two more, give me two more, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, I think what he gave you was really good cuz I mean when I try to lift weights man I I'll go like maybe two times a week which I guess that might be the mm-hmm. endurance runner profile like that's I've heard from some friends like ah man try to just knock like one day of the push and one day of the pull a week and you you'll be <laughs> you'll be doing all right <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the most I could do so big kudos mm-hmm. to you getting out there freaking that many days a week that's crazy bro
1: Yeah it was it was a lot so it's definitely now as things have changed and Originally, when I started going to the gym, it was, I felt like I always, I fell victim to what the trainers wanted you to do and what TikTok, YouTube, social media wants you to do, (laughs) is all go on the bodybuilder mindset. And
0: you're throwing a bronzer before you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was just like, (laughs) go out and lift these big weights and then you just go home and you do your creatine, your protein powder and your chicken and rice and every day. I knew for myself that probably... It's good to learn, but I don't have that kind of passion for me in, in there. One thing, too, also coming from doing training in different ways is like learning how to stretch and recover and do mobility work. Yeah, And, for and sure. something that came from that as well was um, when I was lifting and everything was following different lifting influencers. And there's actually a couple on TikTok. Um, their names were Dave and Lauren Pack, but they were very much into... Like lifting for your lifestyle and mobility oh, type work, so it's always okay. like showing you like functional ways of doing these different weights. It's like things that are applicable to your life. Okay. In a lot of ways, in a lot of ways too, the um, the generic lifts that you do are more like designated to get big muscles, but they're not going to help you live your life. Yeah. Um, and so in a lot of ways, for me, it was a lot of like functional core work, working on my hips. Keeping, just them, kind of keeping like, them aligned, right? Exactly. And, having, yeah. and doing a lot of stability and like wrist strength, knees, ankles, all of the joints, making sure that all of that is healthy as well. And like learning how to do flexibility and mobility and just getting all of that. Because getting older, I know we're, we're both in our mid-20s. It's like...
0: No, we're young. Being, we're still spring chickens, bro. Oh, I'm yeah. Like,
1: Trust me. I mean, we're still running half <laughs> marathons, so we're, we're out here. That's live work, baby. <laughs> but I, the, we have quickly realized that you got to take care of your body. That's fact. Now, now we see why LeBron puts over a million dollars into his body every year. I don't got a million
0: dollars to put in my body. I don't every have a million
1: dollars either.
0: So, hey, LeBron, LeBron, if you want to help out, if you're out there listening,
1: <laughs> if you want to bring us to Taco Tuesday,
0: we'll pull through too. Hey, that's fact. That is facts, mm-hmm. man. Taco Tuesday, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I mean, you're out here getting. I think you're getting a lot more flexible too. Like when mm-hmm. I, right after this race, dude, you were sitting out here, sitting on the carpet. I saw you like I'd, I'd gone to the restroom I came back and your living room and you're doing the butterfly you're doing other stretches i'm like man there you go he's, he's dialed in mm-hmm. so I, th- I think you're doing good about kind of that, like you're saying maintaining that functional and like the workouts that are going to help you live the health the healthy and like the performance driven lifestyle you're trying yep. to which i think that's good definitely dude well so one one more question for you man like so we just got done going to a race parking kind of fighting the crowds mm-hmm. figuring that out you, you had to trust the homie to keep your wallet and phone and all True. that. Like, yeah. I never met that guy. I was like, hey, you trust him at your own risk, bro. But he pulled through. Good job. Shout did, out to him. Yeah. Shout out Sam. He
1: was my um, Bible study leader, my freshman and sophomore year of college. Oh, he's trustworthy. Um, he's trustworthy. My yeah, bad, my yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've known him for a long time, so he's a good guy. He was, I
0: hadn't seen him in forever, but it was good to see him again. There you go. Well, yeah, so I mean, you kind of, I guess the question I get asked a lot is, what are the things that I need to prepare for a race day that like, I'm not going to think about because for me, like I know when I started, I'm, I'm not a, and you, you've seen me do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not a on time person to race day. I may, uh, we're going to get there, but it might be a little close mm-hmm. and I'm, trust me, I'm trying to fix that about myself, but it's all habits die hard, man. Yeah. So what, what are things you've learned from like going to races that you think you'd pass on to somebody like, Hey, don't forget this or check that this is available or like, what are, what are some things that you pass on to somebody that might be asking that?
1: Yeah, I guess the big thing is we had the experience tonight was making sure they have a bag check ahead yeah. of time. That would like anywhere be, for your gear. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, just like somewhere to put like your stuff, like your bag, your phone, wallet, keys, all that kind of stuff. Because that was that was a fear. Is I was going to have to run with all that stuff. And then we ended up running into Sam and he was able to hold it all for me, which was clutch. But I think something too is, coming into race day, I feel like a lot of times you're always, a lot of people are very nervous, um, intense in a lot of ways. Um, it's just coming in with an open mindset and just knowing that like whatever comes from this race comes from it. And you're out here for a reason and you don't need to come out and like show your best, just come out and have fun. Cause I think having, when you come out and have fun and you're just loose and having fun with the people around you, you're going to be at your best um, because if you come out stiff and tight and thinking that, Oh, I need to be upfront and doing the best. You're going to come out and run too hard at the beginning. And then you're just going to end up like losing it. So I think at least for me in this stage of my running career, like I don't mind starting in the back, just like being with some of the, I don't want to say inexperienced, but like people who are not pacing themselves as hard. They're out there for the same reason you are. Um, they just want to be, be out there, be active, be healthy, um, and accomplish something just like knowing that I have this bib on and I'm going to get an official time for doing this race. Yeah. So I think that would be the main thing. And then always just like hydrating and just eating like something with potassium in it
0: ahead of time before getting out there. Yeah. We were in the pressure cooker tonight, dude. Like, I don't know if any, any human could have ingested enough water to be prepared for how hot it was out here, man. That's crazy, bro. I think, I think my advice to somebody that's going to race is just build 30 extra minutes of like padding time Mm -hmm. into whatever you're doing. Yep. And granted, I don't always do that. So Mm -hmm. do as I say, not as I do, but Mm -hmm. your race day experience is going to be way less stressful than it would be if you're like rushing here, rushing there, rushing everywhere, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out like where everything is, where's the gear check, where do you get your bib? Where do you like, Mm -hmm. where do you go to the bathroom? Cause that line out there tonight was crazy, bro. That was intense but yeah just give yourself the the ability to not be stressed and like you said like find where you want to be like i mean i think most people like even even at the front of the pack those guys are still out there to have fun like Mm -hmm. tonight i I talked to a couple guys up front and they were they were like saying man i've never run this before but i always run katie so then when we were going down turtle creek i guess they hadn't looked at the the race map or whatever of like Mm -hmm. which to be honest i didn't either but um I was running with a few guys and they see that there's like a hill, the hill that took us from turtle Creek up to Katie yep. and they go, this wasn't on the map. This wasn't on the map. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? I was like, I mean, it's, you just got to do it. And they were like, yeah. well, this is a surprise. I was like, yeah, well, it's a fun surprise. If you look at yeah, it that you got, way, you
1: got, a, you got a big 30, 40 feet of elevation gain like, yeah, it wasn't much. over like it was like a
0: 10th, a 10th or two of a mile. I don't know. Either way though. I mean, just, if you go out and look at it as like, this is going to be a fun experience. I think Mm -hmm. that's like you were saying, that's going to center yourself and it's going to, you're going to, you're going to bounce that good energy and like positive mindset off the other people around you. And it's just going to boom, 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 boom. Everybody's going to be exactly. And I think there's something too, that I feel like a lot of times people, at least I've said,
1: you want to come out here and make sure that you only like, I only like, I want to come finish and I don't want to walk, but I overheard some guys at the race tonight saying, that this is the first year for the Dallas Marathon, half and full, that you can sign up as a walker. Interesting. So, there's there's no shame in going out there and just walking and like getting out there and saying like, you know what, it doesn't matter, no matter the time. But I got out there and I got to see these six different neighborhoods of Dallas, and I walked thirteen point one miles today.
0: That's major, bro.
1: And that talk about a lot of cardio in that too. Yeah, you've done that course before. There's up and down hills. Yeah, bro. You get to run the big hill on armstrong over here as part of the race yeah 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 so there's up and downs and you get over by white rock lake as well and you get some cool scenery so and you're getting out in the fresh air so there's nothing wrong with that and also like if you do end up walking like it's not a big deal um
0: i think that's cool it's an option because i mean not everybody like i guess mentally or physically is in the position where they want to run that full distance but i mean I mean, too, even, like, say, you, say you've had knee issues, say you've had back issues, like, it's going to be a lot less pounding on your body to do that as a walker, mm-hmm. and you're still doing the same distance. You're still getting out there in the lab, just like everybody else is getting yep. out there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you got to look at that as a win, I think. Exactly. I think that's cool there, on uh-huh. that. I didn't even know. Yeah,
1: and so, it'll be curious to see once we're out there if it's going to be a different start group, if the runner's going to get out first, and then the walkers will go.
0: Um, I, bet it, I bet it will be. I bet. It'll, I bet it'll be like. I feel like. I feel like we need staged. a better. I feel
1: like there needs to be a better term than walkers. I keep thinking of the zombies from uh, Walking Dead. Oh, I do. <laughs> I keep. I keep thinking of the walkers, just like going. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe the pedestrians, or it uh, will we'll be, be another term for. Hey, I mean they're getting it done. They're the half yeah. marathoners, because they're still yeah. doing a half marathon. That's true. Yeah. Good,
1: good inclusive term
0: for all. They're all yeah. half marathoners They're all marathoners. That's they're getting true. it done at the end of the day. Very true. No Walking Dead zombies out here allowed. Trust me. <laughs> well man, I think that's really good advice for a race day. So final, final question. I ask everybody this. I want to ask you if you could give yourself as a beginner or any other beginner, like somebody that's just trying to get out there and kind of figure out like how they're getting it done, mm-hmm. what would your one word of advice be?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say just go out there and have fun. Don't push yourself too hard. Something that I've gotten into recently is getting into like heart rate monitoring and like your heart rate zones. Majority of your runs should be easy runs. And so no matter what the distance may be, whether you're going out to the track and just doing a quarter mile or you're getting in your Saturday long run of eight miles, just go out there, have fun. Like just stay in your green zone. Just have a good heart rate. Um and just go out there and have like good vibes and just like just kind of see whatever the day brings you. So yeah, I think that would maybe be it. Um just go out there, don't push yourself too hard. I always have especially earlier in my life, taking myself way too serious and came out and just ran too hard at the beginning and ended up being more frustrated with myself at the end. And even tonight with running Katie, it was, I had a busy day at work and just a lot of the parking was stressful and just other things going on. I was like, you know what? I just want to have a fun time out here. I just, out, I just went out and had an easy run tonight. That's all it was. And I was more happy. I felt better at the end and it ultimately doesn't matter at the end of the day what your time is as long as you're out there having fun
0: there you go man yeah at the end of the day if you ain't having fun with it why are you doing it man you know yep exactly i like it i like it so if you're hearing that out there i hope while you were working out today you're having fun whatever your goal is whether you're training whether you're getting out there whether you're walking the dog whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. go out there and have fun very true well thank you jacob thanks for joining in and thanks for being willing to give a little bit on your background and Talk about how the Katy Trail experience was. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to running Dallas with you in December, man. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good time. Of course. Thanks for having me on. Dude, of course. Well, hey, hope y'all hope y'all again got active today. Uh, if you didn't, go out there and have fun tomorrow and maybe find a way to go out there and have fun tonight, whatever that is. Whether, whether your fun's lifting, whether your fun's running, whether your fun's walking, go out there and have fun, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a good one, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.